What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Travis. And Javi. And we're here for our third episode of the Teardrop Podcast. Um, it's been a little while, Javi. It's been, what, three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks, almost a month. So at the beginning of this, we were planning on trying to do this once a week, every Tuesday. And our work schedules and outside forces have prevented us to meet up until now. Uh, but luckily, we are here for our third episode. Um. For today's episode, uh, this one's going to be a shorter episode, but so far definitely the most meaningful episode that mm-hmm. we've had so far, because we wanted to dedicate this episode solely to none other than Mr. Kobe Bryant, and we kind of wanted to just discuss uh, what Kobe meant to us, uh, and also go over a lot of his accolades and how impressive they were, and a lot of the positives that he was able to to bring to us as basketball fans but also to everyone in the world so um Javi what did Kobe mean to you? Kobe meant a lot um growing up watching basketball ever since I was little that was a Kobe era that was um it was just something as soon as I could watch basketball Kobe was one of the first ones that stood out to me um just that mentality just that will to never lose and then there was always that drama like his um feuds with Shaq, his feuds with just like everyone. He was always just so competitive that he would make enemies on the way and he didn't care. Um Kobe was just a great player and then it it it's just so shocking. Like even now it it just still doesn't feel real. It just feels like I don't know. It's it's just I don't know. Like we're in a simulation. Yeah, basically. Like life isn't real. Yeah, the to to go back to the when the 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 horrible news happened. Um, I was a wreck that day. Um, we all were. Um, anyone who grew up watching basketball, um, especially in the two thousands era, you know, you you just had to respect Kobe, even if you weren't a Laker fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude played with a hundred percent, hundred and ten percent every time, and he not only was a great basketball player, but I I truly believe he was a a great man, a great a great father, and a role model in a lot of ways um, for how he could take something like basketball and give his whole 110% effort into practicing more than anyone else, mm-hmm. um, uh, becoming obsessed to the point to where he would try to make his game perfect, studying opponents, learning their moves, Learning like, okay, when they have the ball going to the right, you know, they have a tendency to bank it off the right uh, side of the uh, backboard, but they try to do it with a finger roll. So that way I'm going to come over and try to swipe down because I know they're going to come up. Like he would literally say that he would dissect certain players to that to that much of a T. Like, oh, they like to cross over between their legs when they're they're on this side of the court. They like to post up when they're this side. When they're double teamed, they usually do this. Like yeah. he was obsessed, but it made him into one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And so it was very heartbreaking to hear everything that occurred. Um, but that's, of course, why we want to dedicate this podcast. Um, talk about the great things that he he did. And for me personally, um, he made my childhood, my teenage years, uh, even though it was sometimes he was beating my spurs and I was, you know, seven years old, you know, at home crying because the Spurs are out of the playoffs now. I, it, it's like those are the sort of the memories that help mold you, and uh, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget Mr. Kobe Bryant. So um, 
to go forward, uh, let's talk about some of uh, our favorite moments. Um, do you have a favorite moment? Uh, I have multiple, but the ones that just stuck out to me are... I just love Kobe's attitude of not taking anything. Like, I remember when he called out Shaq. Shaq, one of the greatest players, or the greatest player in the league right at the time. Um, how he called him out for being lazy, and he didn't have that work ethic. Like, how can a 24-year-old do that to Shaquille O'Neal? He was like 20. He yeah. was like, he was even younger than that. Yeah, yeah. and he, he just called him out for being lazy. And then again, he did that with Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, who again, was probably the best in the league at the time. Kobe called him out for being soft, and it's just he didn't take that nonsense. He he saw that if you didn't work hard enough, then he would call you out on it. He had no he had no shame in that, and so that's something that I've always, that I've always loved. Um, another Kobe moment for me is it was in Dirk's final season on Dirk's farewell tour when um when he hit that game winning shot over Julius Randle and he turned around and Kobe gave him that look. It was just like that mutual respect. Kobe did that. Kobe knew when you were. On his level, yeah. Kobe knew when, like, yeah, that guy has it. That guy has it. Even though Dirk was hobbling around like Mm -hmm. a newborn giraffe, yeah, in his later years. No knees, yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's just moments like that that it's just you're always gonna remember. So again, Kobe was just such a big part. Yeah, just like how you said, there's literally so many moments that you can pick out um, to where it's like, oh, that's a great moment. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's a great moment. Oh, that's a great moment. I I still think to this day the one that just sticks out to me just because it's kind of like nostalgic was I was watching I can't remember if I was with my friend Logan shout out to my friend Logan my friend Logan is the biggest Laker fan Kobe fan that I know <laughs> so I'm shouting out to him real quick but I, I might have been watching it with him or with someone that was a Laker fan I can't really remember but it was against the uh, Utah Jazz and he made a uh uh it was like a game winner like a clutch like like clutch game winner um and i remember just being in awe of just like this dude not only performs during the season but in the playoffs he he's a he's a madman like he'd stepped his game up yeah. so much cuz the competitiveness comes out of him and he just now he's playing 150% mm-hmm. of his potential and you just knew if he had the chance to get the ball in like the last few seconds of a game, it's a light. It's very likely it's gonna either get close to going in, or he's gonna get a foul called and go to the free throw line and make those two, or he's gonna make it. Like it was, he wasn't gonna come up short, especially in his prime. And that mm-hmm. to me, I remember just thinking like, God, I hope the Spurs don't have to play against that guy, <laughs> like like that season specifically. It was, yeah. That was I think his MVP season. It was one of those like one of those seasons like from oh eight oh nine somewhere around there. Yeah. Um. That to me sticks out because it's nostalgic. Because I was just like in awe, just like God, man, like Kobe Bryant. Um, so we're gonna go, we're gonna go over some accolades, some awards, some achievements, and some stats. Um, he has quite a few. Yeah, of course, everyone just knows the basic ones. Um, of course, he's won an MVP. He's an eighteen-time All Star. Um, he has a couple of All League. He well, was, of course, all-rookie team. He had three All-NBA first teams. Dude, there's just so much. He had actually a lot more. No, yeah, he had, he had a lot day. more. Yeah. Let's, let's look at this real quick. Um, In 99, he was All-NBA third. In 2000, he was All-NBA second. 2001, he was All-NBA second. 2002, All-NBA first. 03, first. 04, first. 
uh, 05 third, 06 first, 07 first, 08 first, 09 first, 010 first, 11 first, 12 second, and 13 or 12 first, 13 first. So that's that's very impressive. Oh, yeah. Essentially, from two thousand to the later years of two thousand and twelve, thirteen, he was first to third, yeah. mainly first, easily. It's just, and then the longevity of his career. Um, of course, we all know the injuries towards the end, but he was still able to put up twenty great seasons for the Lakers. Um, being productive in mostly all of them, especially his farewell game. Uh, I forgot about that. That's also another great moment I remember of him. I remember watching that game live. Um, and him just putting up all those against Utah. And, of course, keeping them out of the playoffs. That was the most Kobe moment to me, is that Utah needed to win that game in order to be the A seed in the playoffs. And oh, even though, yeah. Even though it was Kobe's last game, uh, he, he was trying to go out. He didn't want them to win. 61 mm-hmm. points or whatever. That, yeah, yeah, so that that was just great. So well, I'm sorry, that's just another Kobe moment. Uh, here's something interesting. MVP award shares. So what this is basically is where he was voted in um in the MVP races. Um and so in 2000 he was 12th. 2001 he was 9th. 2002 he was 5th. 2003 he was 3rd. Mm-hmm. 2004 he was 5th. 2006 he was 4th. 07 he was 3rd. Um who won in 07? That was Was that Dirk? Dirk? That was Dirk. Yeah. Yeah, that Kobe might have should have won that one. Nah. <laughs> it's his third. There was there was another person in front of him. Yeah, too. I know, I know, I know. I I think Dirk deserved it, but I, Kobe on a few of those, it's like, how did he only get one MVP? Um yeah. in 08 he got first place. 2009, second. So who won in 2009? 2009 was... was that Derrick Rose? Oh, that was LeBron. That was LeBron, yeah. See, I think uh, Kobe should have won, I think, 2009. Over LeBron? That was LeBron, like, coming out. I um, know, but that that was... Kobe won the championship that year, that 2009. Yeah, but you... you, you that's, that's a regular that's a season, regular season yeah, award. I know, I know. I wish they did the I wish they did the I wish they did the awards at the end of the season or at the end of the um, playoffs sometimes yeah. where, where it takes it all into t- t- totality because sometimes the players get better in the playoffs. Um, 2010 third, 2011 fourth, 2012 fourth, 2013 fifth. So essentially, from the looks of this, from 2002 to 2013, which is eleven seasons, he was. Either one through five. Mm-hmm. So he was top five every single season uh, for 11 seasons. That's crazy. In the MVP race. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an interesting stat that actually I've never looked at. The award shares. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here? He's seventh in career minutes. It's a lot that's of miles. That's a lot of miles. Yeah. Half of those came during the D'Antoni season when he was playing 45 minutes mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um there's just so many accolades here. It's crazy. Let's look at some of the... Oh. Huh. Hall of Fame probability, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, there's no doubt about it. Right now, we're on Basketball Reference. If you've ever been on Basketball Reference, it gives basketball references. <laughs> uh, Let's look at his seasons. There's just so he much see, over. He see, his season stats. His points for games. 
Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So, <clears throat> his first few seasons, he was, you know, like 18 years old coming into the league. So, he came off the bench, of course. But right around, it looks like 1999 is when he got going. He averaged about 20 points. And after that, it just started taking off. Mm-hmm. So, I went from, this is from 99 on up. 20 points, 22 and a half points, 28 and a half points, 25.2 points, 30 points, 24 points, 27 and a half points, 35 and a half points, 31.6 points, 28.3, 26.8, 27.25, 28, 27.3. And then the last three seasons were, you know, injury, plagued mm-hmm. Kobe. And so it's not the same, but that was what, 2013 from 1999. So, 14 seasons of 20 points 20, to 36, yeah. 35, 36 points, basically. Yeah. That's, he, he was something else. He, he really was just that, that Mamba mentality, that, that super athlete. Now, the playoffs per game. Oh, that's an interesting. That one has to be. So let's start again from 99. 20 points, 21 points, 29 and a half points. 26 and a half, 32, 24 and a half, 28, 33, 30.1, 30.2, 29.2. And even, yeah, uh, in 2011, 22.2, and then 30 in 2012. And if you look at it, there, there's just some, you're right, just miles on it. Mostly all of his playoff stunts were over 10 games. Oh, um, yeah. So so he was he was always making it. Like, at least, like, decently into the yeah. uh, playoffs. And mm-hmm. even the seasons whenever... Um, I mean, he missed the playoffs uh, immediately in 2005 when Shaq left. Mm-hmm. But even when... Uh, in 2006, whenever that wasn't even that, you know, that talented of a team, he, he got them to the playoffs. And it went seven games. Was that the season that was, uh, with Phoenix? Phoenix, yep. That was... And that was that whenever... That crazy uh, first series where he hit that buzzard. Yes, yeah. The yeah. Overtime. yeah, the great series. That was against the D'Antoni Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. And MVP Steve Nash. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. And then as far as someone in today's NBA, do you see any players that remind you of Kobe as far as in today's NBA? Like, it can be... Mentality, or it can be... Uh... Men- mentality, I really don't see it yet. I haven't really seen that mentality from really no players. Um, there, Of course, there are moves that remind you, like, I remember watching... Who was it? Uh, Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill. I don't know how many Wizards games you've watched, but he has a fadeaway. Uh-huh. Um, he has a really, really nice post fadeaway. Uh, Kobe-esque. I'm not saying it's as consistent. But uh, it, it's a pretty nice looking fadeaway, and that's a Kobe move. I guarantee Bradley Bill took straight from Kobe. I remember um, when we heard about the news that very first game, or that very first day that uh, we heard about Kobe's passing, there were still NBA games, and Bradley Bill was in tears. Yeah. Um, it, it was hard for him to say. He said after that game that um, Kobe was just a huge part for him, that he got some of his moves from Kobe, and just seeing like, stuff like that fadeaway, and then just... Bradley Beal has that, that shooter mentality, I guess. Yeah, he does. He doesn't have that. Especially this season. He's, yeah. He, he's came out this mm-hmm. season. Is, he's, lead, he's like top 
at least top 10 in scoring. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's averaging like 28, yeah. Um, uh, what about Kawhi? Kawhi got that post-up game, that mid-range. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like same Kobe. with Kawhi. Yeah, same with Kawhi. DeRozan. DeRozan. Oh, yeah, DeRozan. Mid-range. DeRozan was a huge Kobe fan, and you could tell just like the way he plays. Um, now, mentality-wise, okay, so I've heard people say this, and I don't agree with it, saying how Russell Westbrook has, because Russell Westbrook plays with that intensity, like how Kobe did. I, I don't think it's on the same level. But it's not. No, it's yeah. not, because Westbrook, I think, he'll scream and flex and be mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you know, like, like, like he'll get all intense and stuff, but Kobe... He wasn't as I feel like it wasn't as vocal, but it was more intimidating mm-hmm. the way he would Easily. do it because you actually feared him. I feel like people, yeah. I don't feel like people really fear, fear Westbrook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, like, you're not wrong on that statement. I know uh, the opposite team is like, oh no, Westbrook has a ball. I know it's like okay, like yeah, he just <laughs> dunk. It's like let's wait till the fourth quarter. Yeah, and he jacks up like a you know some some a shot and, and yeah. hits the top of the backboard. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm I'm re- not really really seeing that. Uh, Mentality. mentality yeah I, I'm, I'm curious to see like if you know like a player will come along where i look at them because i know kobe had that mentality and then before that it was jordan mm-hmm. who had that mentality um it's a it's a pretty rare trait it, it, it's, it's it not is. something you see in a lot well, of players i, I think and then, and then some players might have it but they're just not as good mm-hmm. as those players also like Westbrook, it's possible he might have that sort of mentality, but it's just like he just has never proven himself as like anything to like really be scared of. Like yeah. he just gets bounced out of the first round. I, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so it's. I I think to to kind of wrap things up because it's coming up now to about are we about twenty minutes in yeah close to twenty minutes. I think the one thing. Is there anything like you want to just end off with, like something about Kobe that? Um, I think we said a lot of what we had to say. Um, I know we're doing this kind of late, uh, so our emotions have kind of settled from when we. Which first might be a good it. thing, yeah. just because we're a little more clear-headed right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a few weeks since after he passed, of course, um, and we wanted to do it as soon as possible, but uh, like we said, like we had some technical difficulties the first time, and our schedules. Um, I, I think I want to end off saying that he, you know, so, someone as influential as he was, um, he obviously made the most of his life and he made the most of, uh, his, his people watching him like, like, like he made the most out of uh, bringing entertainment to people mm-hmm. And um, on top of that, also being a winner and uh, and being someone that everyone in some sort of way can idolize. You know, there's people that maybe don't play basketball, but can look at his mentality and be like, wow, I'm going to I'm going to use that Mamba mentality today to go after a new job Mm -hmm. that I'm striving for or a career path. Or I'm going to I'm going to use that, you know, like driven attitude to, um, you know, be a better father, be a better a husband or whatever it is like he he overall just meant a lot to a lot of people and it's so mm-hmm. sad that he had to go and his daughter and everyone else that was on the helicopter had to go the way they did mm-hmm. but i think the one positive that we can take from it is how much he impacted and made everyone around him and everyone that watched him 
better individuals better in some way and uh, that can't re- be replaced and so he'll always live forever um, with everyone that cared about him and loved him so mm-hmm. um, that's what I would I want to say I, I agree um, I think it's bigger than basketball um, I, I know there's some people who I've seen who are just like oh it's Kobe Bryant but no they, they don't get it. it it's that mentality it's that it's that um that persona is it, it really is bigger than basketball and just the fact of losing someone like that again like i said earlier still doesn't feel real you you really have to think about it to wrap your mind around it yeah so um i think we did a pretty good job of really describing how I, how we feel and how how much you meant to us yeah um if if there's nothing more that you want to add then yeah no i think that that sums it up um that's the end of episode three uh we appreciate appreciate everyone listening tuning in uh next episode we're gonna be talking about some trades Mm -hmm. so let's get ready peace peace out